Hi, I'm Connor. And I'm Jeremy. We're the hosts of an upcoming limited series, The Legend of Zelda Games Club, on patreon.com slash superNPCradio. We love the Zelda series to heart pieces. So throughout the year, we'll be covering the mainline Zelda games starting in April, running all the way through November. Subscribers at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash superNPCradio will get an episode twice a month with some of the best Zoras, Hillians, and Dekus around. Not only are we covering the entire mainline series, but we'll also be going over or other Zelda topics along the way. That naughty little tingle might even sneak an episode for free every now and then. We can't stop him. We've tried. Want a deep dive on the hookshot? It's coming. Fascinated by Zelda clones? We're covering them. Always dreamed of a Zelda space solace? Well now, my Goron brother, it's happening. Check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier. We've got a ton of fun in store this year as we explore Hyrule, Termina, Koholint Island, and more. And don't forget, it's, it's dangerous, dangerous to, to go, go alone. alone. Take, Take us! us. Somewhere, I, I don't know. I'm lost, truth be told. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, sending out a remote transmission from a, well, what appears to be a, an abandoned spacecraft. Ugh. Haunted, maybe, likely. I woke up here, not but yet a day ago. Big tube going down my throat, feeding me nutrients in a big pod. Goop inside the pod. I woke up. Where am I? You know, where? You know, knocking on the glass. Suddenly I was ejected out, spit out, thrown up, completely nude, shaved. Not knowing where where I was, which way was up. <sighs> Spent the day kind of walking around, checking out different modules and gadgets, computer stuff. A lot of buttons, blinking lights. Nothing seemed to work. Until I finally jerry-rigged this old transmitter. Started working. Was able to get the word out. Sent an SOS and decided might be time to pod. Everything has got Galactic Federation logos on it. Seems like we were headed towards the remote planet of ZDR. I don't know. We're floating out here. And by we, I mean as far as I can tell, it's just me on this ship. 
which is so ironic because I've been threatening to do a solo version of Video Games a Comedy Show for a long time. I thought maybe I could just do an episode with just with just me. What would that be like? Would that be would it be funny if I had no other guests on the show and it was just me out here doing it, just talking? What would that be like? Well, be careful what you wish for, folks. Because I got what I what I wish for. And it's scary. Ironically, too, because it is October as of this recording. Halloween month, scary month. Seems like this happens every October on this show. Some sort of scary thing where I have to be in a scary place for the whole month. I don't know. There may be other people on this ship. It's a big ship. I haven't I'll I'll be I'll be frank. I haven't tipped over every chair. I haven't gone into every bathroom stall. I haven't turned this place upside down trying to find other crew members. Zoo tycoon crew members. But I don't know. I do know that there is something on this ship. It seems to be stalking me. It seems to... It seems to got my number. It seems to be stalking me. Hunting me, perhaps. I've had to hide in vents. Can't quite make out its shape. It seems to be a monstrous shape. Very... A lot of jagged edges. A lot of growling, nasty, gnashing of of teeth and metal. Metal on metal, clinking as it walks through the ship. hesitate to even to even hypothesize what it what it would be like if it were to capture me catch me and I hope I, I never see that that fateful day but I guess there is still a show to do ain't there folks the show must go on as they said on earth the show must go on. How do I start these things out these days? Ah, yes, right. Media. Things I would recommend that are not video game related. Well, watching that squid game. It's a pretty good squid game. You know, I, I, I heard conflicting things about it. Some people liked it. Some people didn't like it. I think it's great. It's great. The the thing that people seem to not be enjoying about it I, I'm, is the translation of it. People who speak Korean are are complaining that the translation is uh, the subtitled translation is uh, is off and ruins the experience. I and I don't know if it's just because I knew that going in, but the translation seems to be very basic. Seem to be saying very broad, basic things to one another. To one another, not very specific. I wonder if that's that's part of what they meant. But that's that's the only thing I've noticed. Everything else, the look of it, great. The tone of it's great. It's great. Super violent. You know. It's a fun show. It's a fun show. It has you constantly thinking, "What would I do in Squid Game?" You know. Kind of, would I make, would I form alliances with the big strongs, you know? 
kind of a squid gamer would I be? Probably best not to think about it too much. Oh, and then I uh, watched that Sparks Brothers documentary by Edgar Wright. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. I've been hearing a lot of great things about this uh, this Velvet Underground documentary by Todd Haynes. It seems to have changed the form. It seems to have completely reinvented the documentary. So I wonder if Edgar Wright's kind of looking at this new documentary about the Velvet Underground and kind of going, oh, yeah, huh. Bad time, I guess, to release my Sparks Brothers doc, since this one seems to be getting so much attention. But I will say, the Sparks Brothers doc is fantastic. It's fun. It's pretty long. Push, pushes three hours. <sighs> I just don't see how people can do that these days. Three hours. Yuck. It's just a long time to be sitting there watching something, you know? Anytime I see a movie these days, it comes in at an hour and a half, or might I even say shorter? I just go, yes, please. Thank you, Daddy. Short. Short's better than long. I'm just going to say it. It's better than long. <sighs> what was that? I swear. This ship will be the death of me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, let's get into the news. Well, some new video game releases came out. FIFA 22 for, looks like, all consoles besides Switch. Game called Phoenix Point came out. Phoenix Point. PS4, Xbox One game. No next-gen version of that. Interesting. We're still uh, still treating those old consoles like they... Well. Alan Wake Remastered came out. Now, this I am interested in. I'd like to maybe play this game. I'd like to see this game. Never played that original Alan Wake. Seems like this might be the one to get into, huh? Got Hell Let Loose came out. Big on the big new, big new bad consoles. Jet the Far Shore. Came out for the for the PlayStation only. Looks like Lego Marvo Marvo Lego Marvel superheroes for Switch. I think I played that game on Wii U. Now this is a big one. People have been waiting for this for a long time. Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, huh? Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. I don't know. People are liking it. Seems like it's getting uh, good reviews. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of critics are in, seem to be enjoying Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Uh, doesn't really even have a um, a meta score. Not for Switch anyway. Let me check. Ah, sixty-seven. Mm, not great. Not great. I don't know. Still interested, though. Color me interested in Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. We have, of course, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. I like uh, the Super Monkey Balls. <laughs> I'm a sucker. I'm a monkey sucker, okay? I uh, More like Sucker Monkey Ball, because I will buy these Monkey Ball games. Give me a monkey. 
Get, get me, put him in a ball. Let me roll him around. Let me roll him all the way around the whole dang track. Far Cry 6. This is a pretty big release. This has been a pretty big week for video games. Far Cry 6 came out. But the guy from, uh, from Breaking Bad. I never played a Far Cry game. Don't think I ever will. I don't know. Maybe this game is uh this game is real, real good. If it's real, real good, I'll play it. But it has to be real, real good. It can't just be real good. It can't just be good. It's gotta be real, real good. It's gotta be everybody's psyched about it. And of course, Metroid Dread came out for the Nintendo Switch. It did not come out for the Xbox. Metroid Dread came out for the Nintendo Switch. Came out of that tube completely nude. Shaved, even. Disgusting. Covered in goop. Metroid Dread on Switch. And the reviews are in, folks. People like this game. Not a medium amount. Not a, a high amount. They like this game. They 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 like it a lot. It's gotten great reviews. I I I keep I keep fiddling with the uh, the next to the transmitter. There's a Twitter transmitter. It's a completely different kind of transmitter. It just transmits tweets. And I've been on that thing, kind of browsing around, looking at it, and everyone's just posting their little videos about it. You know. Posting little videos here and there. Putting Samus in a ball. Rolling her around. Seems like an exciting time. Seems like an exciting game for that Nintendo Switch. And as someone who's dabbled in the game, pretty uh, pretty serious stuff, you know, for Nintendo. Not quite the cheery sort of you know, Yoshi, Kirby, Baby. Pretty serious adult stuff happening in that Metroid Dread game. Like it. Like the atmosphere. Let's see. What else is in the news, huh? <laughs> ah! Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, a remastered collection of GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas will launch this year. Now... I don't know whether to be excited about this or not. On one hand, those games meant a lot to me back in the day. Really enjoyed them. On the other hand, you know, we got GTA 5. 4, even. We have modern, updated versions of those games. I mean, is it... What are they... What are these even going to look like? Are they going to how are they going to play? You know, and and what does updated mean? Are they going to are they going to fix st- problems with the game? I remember the shooting being just a problem in all three of those games. Just not very fun, you know, to do combat with. Driving and doing tricks and ramps and blowing up your dang car, doing jumps and the stories, uh, of course, all great in those three games. But you know, I just remember the action being a little finicky janky janky that's a word 
That's a word I just made up. I made that up. Janky. These games are janky, full of jank. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 yeah, we'll see, I guess, what they look like. They look good. You know, they look all updated and up-resed. Remastered usually means just new coat of paint. New coat of paint. You know. Doesn't usually mean remade. Guess we'll see. Excited. Excited to see. Excited to see. Ah, and of course, the, uh, the last Super Smash character, Sora, from the Kingdom Hearts series, blasted through the, through the final Super Smash Direct, with Sakurai presenting a 30, 45 minutes, somewhere around there, big old presentation, explaining the character, how the character was going to work. Talking about how much he loves Sora. Apparently, when they took that poll back for uh, Smash 4, Sora was the most demanded Smash character, the most requested. I have a hard time believing that. I mean, I, I guess I don't assume he's lying, but that's strange because we didn't have Banjo yet. I always thought Banjo-Kazooie. Maybe he was just my number one pick. Or Waluigi. Waluigi seemed more sought after anyways i you know sora and smash it's gonna be great baby it's gonna be great lock them up is what i'll be saying playing as sora and smash using my keyblade to lock up all those yoshi kirby you know baby all those little guys yeah that's that's set to come out in about a week now can't wait to play it. Can't wait to get off this stinking haunted ship. This this event horizon like hell ship to play my Switch. I can't wait to get off this haunted event horizon torture hell ship to play my my Switch. Oh, the OLED Switch came out too. That's another big uh, piece of news. You know, I if you're not a Switch user already, get this one. This is the one to get. I haven't looked at it, seen it. I just guarantee that screen's going to look a heck of a lot better. The The battery is probably going to be great on it. I mean, it's just like, looks like it's going to be the ultimate kind of Switch thing. I just don't, I can't rationalize buying one of those things with as little as i take that thing on the go don't get me wrong if i was if i was living a a a life a la george clooney and up in the air where i was uh, traveling for work from town to town to lay off all the staff i'd uh i'd definitely get that oled model and upgrade right away plus i'd probably have that good money you know that up in the air money but yeah, as it is, I just that thing stays docked, you know? Stays docked. No real reason to get it. But yeah, if you don't have one yet, you gotta get that thing. Also, I don't know if you know, know this, but Metroid Dread came out. So you're gonna wanna You're gonna wanna try that. You're gonna wanna try that thing. Um Yeah. Anyways. 
It's going to do it for the news. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about some of the video games that I was playing before I was kidnapped, brought on this leaky, stinking hell ship away from my family, friends, my home. I'm going to talk about some of those games I've been playing after this. Hey there, this is comedy person and aspiring cartoon Connor McCabe here to tell you all about my podcast, Call Me By Your Game. Now, video games have a special place in many of our lives. And in fact, you can probably think of one that you'll never forget from your childhood or a specific time. So on this show, I bring on guests to talk about that very thing. We dive into not only what made playing the game fun and what stood out to the guest as much as we do about what was special about the context of when they played this game. So if this sounds interesting to you, check us out anywhere you get your podcasts and maybe someday you'll call me by your game. And we're back with Video Games, a comedy show. I am, of course, your host, Jim. The monster stalks his prey. Continues to stalk his prey. That's right. We're back with the show. I, of course, am stranded on a hell ship, a hell spaceship. Uh, floating in uh, space. Don't know where I am. Don't know where I'm going. Don't know where this thing's at. I haven't, haven't met anyone else on the crew here. I haven't seen anyone else. It seems to be abandoned. And I gotta do a show. You know, the show. The show yeah, I gotta. I, the, the fans ha- demand. You do not take a week off. You know, you, ta- you, 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 you keep pumping that content out, brother. And uh, so here I am. Sending a transmission out. No idea if this will reach Earth. No idea if this will reach the public. The beautiful public. But yeah, as per the new format of the show, I guess I'm going to talk about some video games I've been playing. Metroid Dread. Let's talk about that for a second. We're going to do a longer episode. Assuming I can find some other... Some other... Some other video game liking stowaways here on this hell ship. I'm going to do a bigger episode about Metroid Dread. I think I'm going to do that next week. Be on the lookout for that. We're going to cover it in great length. I'll just talk a little bit about it today and then at great length next week. I think we're going to do a Kingdom Hearts episode after that. Don't quote me on that, but I think we might. Anyways, folks, the hype was real. And don't you just love this? Where the hype perfectly meets the caliber of game, right? Now, again, I don't want to get too far into Metroid Dread, but I will say, and I because I also haven't played that much of it, right? I, I've been hiding and 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 running from and barely barely dodging some sort of disgusting alien beast who's been seeking to 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 destroy me, truly destroy me. So I haven't had a ton of time to play it, but. 
I have played about an hour of it, and I got to say, it is kind of what I expected, a little bit of an extension of that last game that Mercury Steam put out in the Metroid series. Lest we forget, they the, the, the developers of this game made another Metroid on the 3DS called Samus Returns. This game is an extension of that game a little bit with some, of course, with some more energy, some more life, and obviously the graphical power of the Switch, which, you know, it may not be a PS5, but it's a heck of a lot better than a 3DS. I'll tell you that right now. Um, yeah, it's it's um it's a, it's also a faster-paced game, which I super, which I really appreciate. Got atmosphere for days. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's good. We'll talk more about it next week. But yeah, Metroid Dread is an absolute banger hit. Let's say we got a we got a GD hit on our hands, folks. Definitely gonna be in my top five. Shoot, I mean. I can't imagine it'll be number one. But again, I'm only an hour in. I uh, suggest everyone buy it and play it. So when we talk about it next week, you kind of get you kind of get a little flavor of the Metroid Dread. But yeah, definite recommend. It's faster pace. The action's hotter, hotter than ever, truly. Which is fun because you know Metroid is typically a slower paced series. You know, Super Metroid to me feels like a more methodical game. Speaking of Metroids, they're often lumped together with Vanias, Castlevanias, that is, which is uh, another game that I've been hot and deep into. Castlevania Aria of Sorrow on that Castlevania Advance Collection. What a game. Man, the GBA was such a console. It was such an extraordinary console. And Aria of Sorrow showcases what that console could do in such a meaningful way. I mean, I've been constantly blown away with just the set pieces in that game, the enemies you fight, the size of the sprites, the rotation and movement of things in the background in the frame. You got to understand too. I mean, it, by today's standards, of course, it doesn't look necessarily like a modern game at all. But if you consider the limitations of a handheld console back in 2001, 2002, it's just so impressive. Of course, you know, I didn't I missed the entire GBA when it came out. So getting to play games like the Mega Man Zero collection or the Castlevania Advance collection Real treat. A real treat. And it's a great spooky month game, folks. We got skeletons. We got goblins in there. We got ghosts. Uh, Dracula? Have you know about him? Have you even know about him? He's in it. You know? It's a weird one, too, for the series. Most of those games take place in old, the old time. 1700s, 1800s. Well, this game takes place in like 2019 or something. It takes place in like 2049. Some, some like, you know, uh, action, like a future day. Some future day. Yeah, solid game. And also, speaking of hot action, uh, it, it has never been hotter than an Aria of Sorrow. Are you kidding me? Got real uh, Symphony of the Night vibes. 
going on in that game. A lot of Symphony of the Night vibes going on in that game. Yeah, get that double jump. Oh, daddy. That nice double jump. You get high. You get real high in that game. It's good. It's a, it's a good. It's a good time. I've dabbled in the other Castlevania games on the collection. You know, they're they're pretty good. They're they're they they in, literally in ascending order. They get better and better. And Aria of Sorrow, of course, is the the final, the final, the finality of that trilogy on the GBA, and it's just killer, killer. It is Creepy Games Month, so that isn't the only creepy game I've been playing. No, no, no. Uh, based on Oscar Montoya's recommendation, the last time he was on the show, he talked about a little series called Deadly Premonition, which is about two games deep. A game developed, written, produced, directed by Swery, I believe. It's just like, it's like Prince for game development, Swery. Um, this is a game that is a Twin Peaks-like. What the heck does that mean? I don't really know. But it seems to have watched Twin Peaks, and the game seems to have watched it and wants to be it. You have these small Seattle, kind of Washington, you know, northwestern town, rainy, cold town, a lot of pine of pine trees rural area not as rural as this desert space land that i seem to be floating through but you get it it's got a twin peaks vibe to it a northern exposure vibe to it real goofy moments punctuated with real serious traumatic murder almost a, in the exact same plot of twin peaks Young local girl murdered in a particularly gruesome way. Shakes up the small town. Uh, real stilted, real goofy, real janky. That word, that word I, ma- I made up. Uh, feel free to use anytime, janky or jank, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty fun. It's actually pretty fun to play, too. It's actually like, I, I wasn't expecting that. I knew it was going to be goofy and silly and stupid and a lot of fun in a campy sort of B-movie way. But I wasn't expecting it to actually be fun to like shoot your gun or hit zombies with your crowbar. This is a zombie game, which I don't know if I if that was disappointing or not. I think the fact that you're fighting, they don't call them zombies, but they like they pretty much are just zombies, you know? They're just kind of, you know, the walking dead sort of. And they're creepy. Don't get me wrong, they're creepy. Uh, but yeah, I guess I could have, I imagine if you were going to do a Twin Peaks game that you were going to fill with enemies to fight, I wouldn't have picked zombies. I would have picked something else. Weirder, maybe. There's just a lot of zombie stuff. Anyways, I did some research on this game. It came out during the time of the 360, but this game looks like it came out, it, it was a launch PS2 title. Like, it's such a weird thing. It doesn't, it looks so uh, bad. But I imagine it was a budget title. It was, it, they made this thing on a, it was a, it was a labor of love. They made on a budget. Um, 
but yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm liking the story a little, you know, pretty much. It's 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 super super duper weird. I'm playing it on Switch. Deadly Premonition Origins is the name of it, the prequel to a Deadly Premonition Two, which looking like I'm not gonna probably have time to play both games this this Halloween holiday season, which is a bummer. But I didn't expect to have to go take a take a haunted space cruise. Okay, <laughs> wasn't ex- wasn't expecting that. I was not on my uh, I was not on my list of things Jeremy thought he was gonna have to do. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, also started another game that was um a late. 360 era title an early ps4 xbox one title called the evil within shinji mikami of resident evil 4 fame directed a game called the evil within and now this game you know while deadly premonition has definitely got a little of the creepies in there and Little of the spookies and mostly kind of funny and, and fun and, and got a good a good heart to it. Evil Within is like its nasty older brother. It's nasty tobacco chewing spitting older brother. Who maybe he went to the war. He's got a stories he'll tell you. And you kinda of think maybe he's just making the stories up to make it sound like he did more over there than than he really did. But it's hardcore. It is about as gross as you can possibly imagine. You know, I, I think this game came out in an era where, like, you know, we had the 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 the, the Saw movies coming out about once a year. Rob Zombie's Halloween. You know, real some real gory, torturey. Uh, everything looks like it has tetanus on it, kind of vibe. I haven't really gotten too far into it. I played about a couple hours of that game. I want to finish it, though. Evil Within's always been a game that's been on my radar. Because the caliber of the director alone, I mean... Shinji Mikami, he makes fun games. Fun games with a lot of personality. And I will say, Evil Within's got some pretty... It's got a lot going on, okay? Scared Scared the living daylights out of me when I turned that thing on. And I'm excited to get back to it. Shinji Mikami also has a new game coming out, Ghostwire Tokyo. Looks he- looks hecka good. I wanna I wanna play that game like yesterday. I wanna play it now. I want it in my hands now. We gotta wait. I think we're waiting until twenty two on that one. Just a bummer. Bummer. Would have been a good October title. Would have been a great October title. Yeah. So I'd love to hear from any of our listeners out there if you get this message. If you get this desperate message. If you're going to play some spooky games, what are you playing? What are you playing for Halloween? I want to hear. I want to know. Shout us out on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. Let us know. Let the fa- I want to hear from you fans. What spooky games do you recommend to play? Another game I'm thinking about playing, this isn't a game I played or I've been playing lately, but I'm thinking about playing is that uh that dead space 2 probably the 2 
I feel like I never played a Dead Space game, but two seems to be where they got their sea legs. Or I'm sorry, their space legs. Uh, yeah. Now, why would I want to play it? Even though I'm literally living a version of it now? I don't know. Seems fun. Always kind of wanted to. Missed him during that generation. Missed him. You know? Don't know how I missed him, but I did miss him. Dead Space 2. It's on a Game Pass. Kind of want to want to throw it on. I don't know if I'll get a chance to. Next week is also Back for Blood. Comes out very soon. Very excited about Back for Blood. That is going to be That's going to be real exciting. It's going to be a real exciting game. You know, hopefully it's good. I don't know. I haven't played it yet, but you know, zombies. It's the spooky month of October. Multiplayer online cross play. Delicious. Delicious, mate. <sighs> Anyways, speaking of mate, I think I've decided I'm gonna scour the ship. Gonna scour the spaceship. Gonna go into the different cells different cell blocks the different the brig whatever happens on the brig what happens on the brig stays on the brig yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna turn this place upside down in search of people because i'm getting a little bit of the space crazies out here alone i need my people (laughs) i do i do they drive me nuts but i need them i love them so that's going to wrap it for this week's episode of Video Games and Comedy Show. And I know it was short. Yeah, it was the length of another regular podcast episode. So sue me. So sue me. I'm trapped in space. I'm doing this alone. But I got to say, <laughs> I did talk for a lot longer than I thought I could experiment over experiment successful anyways folks thanks for bearing with me it has been a real treat to bring you this week's episode let me go ahead and plug a little bit about what we going on what 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 we got going on let me plug a little bit about what we got going on of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. We also have a Patreon. And this Patreon is connected and linked to a network of shows, my show being one of them. The show Call Me By Your Game, hosted by Connor McCabe, being another. The show Reactivators, hosted by Nick Costanza and Tyler Schnupp, being another. The show, um, well, it used to be called Inside of Video Games and Gaming with July now I believe is going to be called Inside Video Games Classic with July. It's also another show under that umbrella. And if you go to our Patreon, subscribe at the $5 or $10 tier, you will immediately get, well, all of the shows ad-free. You'll get just about one bonus show from every one of those shows. I mean, it's a GD smorgasbord of video game content by people who love it and love you. I would definitely go check that out. We are wrapping up our Legend of Zelda Games Club podcast. 
which has been a, a, a games club style coverage of every Legend of Zelda video game in the main series. And uh, yeah, we'll be getting ready to do our next game club. But uh, in the meantime, enjoy the last few episodes of that. And heck, stay safe out there. And if anybody tries to tell you, hey, why don't you come and, uh, and uh, you know, look, I'll tell you this. Don't drink with strangers, okay? Because I went out with a couple of people I didn't really know. They look like straight up freaking, they were super tall. <laughs> they, they were <laughs> called Chozo. They called themselves Chozos. I never heard of a Chozo, but you got whiskey? Well, I'll, I'll come right on. I'll come right on in, partner. Wherever you got going on, had a little drinksy. Woke up in spacey. Well, woke up in space. No, woke, wake up in spacey. That I don't want to. No, no, no affiliation to uh, anyone uh, yeah, spacey or anyone named spacey. Um, woke up in space. So be careful out there. Stay safe. And stay beautiful. We'll see you next week.